Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have so many callers tonight, you guys. This is going to be a blast. So I'm really looking forward to talking to everybody and seeing what questions they have. And before we get to everybody, I wanted to introduce you to a gal named Ingrid Latina. And I got to be on... Hello, hello, welcome. (laughs) I got to be on Ingrid's podcast. It's called the Living Proof Podcast. And um, we had a ball chatting away, didn't we? (laughs) We did. We did. And so I wanted to introduce her to all of you. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from, Ingrid. I'm calling in tonight from Greenville, South Carolina. South Carolina. She's another Southern Belle. Mm-hmm. But who somebody obviously like me who doesn't sound like one, but we can talk like him if we need to. Huh? <laughs> well, I'm originally no. from New Hampshire, so yeah. But no. that's right. Well, so Ingrid, tell everybody a little bit about your show and um, and what you specialize in, because I think it's an interesting niche that's unlike the other shows that I've been on, and that's especially where I wanted everybody to know about what you're doing and and how to follow you. Well, thank you so much for saying that. That really means a lot, especially coming from you and you're so seasoned in this. And I'm sure you talk to many different kinds of people all the time. But my show is really my intention is to encourage people, especially women, to reclaim their power and to take back the story of their life that they have been living by. Often we are so influenced by society and culture and we adopt narratives and stories and beliefs about ourselves that are not even ours and we live by them and they dictate our life. And I'm really trying to just spread awareness of other ways of existing and being in the world. And I was really, truly inspired to start these conversations because I myself battled anorexia and an exercise addiction for over a decade. And I've been in therapy and just everything I've learned in my recovery is something I just want to share with others what I wish I had had access to. So Mm -hmm. we dive deep into addiction recovery, eating disorder recovery, all types of mental health, anxiety, depression, um, because, you know, I have yet to meet someone who doesn't struggle to some degree with some kind of addiction, uh, and especially with women as I work with them with their relationship with food and their body to some degree. I have not met a woman who hasn't struggled with that to some 
degree. So yeah, it's, it's something I'm very passionate about and I want to invite people to know about different modalities of the lens they're looking at the world with. And that's why I had you on my show. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and not only that, addictions that we struggle with ourselves, everybody that listens to me knows I'm a sugar addict and I just had to give it up a year and a half ago. Now it's been a little bit longer because I couldn't control it. I'm 60 years Mm. old. I've been trying to control it for 60 years and I finally just decided, Ryan, you, you just, you're not winning on this. You just need to stay away from it. And I have, and it's really been life changing for me. And, and I think the other thing too, is that most of us, if we don't have an addiction issue with ourselves or in ourselves, we know somebody who does, yeah. whether it's food yeah. or alcohol. I think addiction touches all of our families. My husband, Tim's nephew, died of an overdose last fall at 41. Wow. And uh, and so I think that it touches all of our lives, either through family or friends or, or other acquaintances. And so it's, it, what you're doing is just so wonderful to help civilization and in, in particular mm-hmm. help women to get educated on this, to talk, be able to know that they're not alone in this. There are other people mm-hmm. that, that have gone through the same things and, and, uh, and can help in a lot of ways. Yes. There's so much power in stories and when we hear other people's stories and we recognize and hear our own narrative and we can know that we're not alone, that is, there's so much power to that. Right. So how can people find your show? Is the show that I was on with you, is it up and available yet, Ingrid? Your episode will be up Wednesday, September 18th, 2019. It'll be available okay. on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And the if you, they just search, the name of the podcast is Living Proof. That's L-I-V-E as in everyone, N-G second word proof and then podcast. So it's three separate words, the living proof podcast. And it's spelled with an E because my name is Ingrid with an E. <laughs> right. And, and <laughs> when that show is available, you guys, you and your staff are going to send me all the information yes. and I'll, I'll post it on social media. So everybody will be able to find it. But, but I just wanted people that I hang with to know about the amazing work that you're doing and to thank you for doing yes, it. Sweet. Thanks for having me on. We had a, we had a great discussion about all yeah, of that. Yeah, and they can also find uh, like show notes for it on the website, which is just livingproof.com. But yeah, I'll send, I'll send all those links so you can have them and provide them for people. But thank you so okay. much for letting me share this with your audience. It was a pleasure and honor to be on tonight. You bet. And I will put in my show notes your website so people can find you that way, too. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, Take thank care. thank you so much. You Bye, Julie. Bye-bye. Okay. So let's go to the phones. And I believe our first caller is Miss Sally. Hi, Sally. Hi. Um, hang How on. Hang on. I'm good. Good. Sorry about that. I'm, I got a brand new phone today, so. Oh. <laughs> took me a minute to get off the speaker. That's yeah. interesting that she was from Greenville. I know. That's where I everybody am. where you are, yeah. I'm in Greenville, South Carolina, as is my friend Terry, who's also on here tonight. Oh, terrific. Um, yeah. 
Um, right. But things are good in Greenville. It's just a little warm. <laughs> it was 99, apparently, this afternoon. Well, listen, on Tuesday, I drove to Huntsville from Birmingham, which was a couple hour, hours north right. to go to this genetics genomics class that I attend a couple times a year. And I'm telling you, Sally, I it was I was hody doing up the highway. It was 100 degrees. I ran <laughs> about an hour north of Birmingham. I ran into some rain. It was like a monsoon. And it got so bad that I was driving 30 miles an hour because I had no visibility. And, right. and the temperature dropped from 100 to 72 in less than 10 minutes. Oh, my God. I don't know that I've ever that seen rain. it drop that fast. I know. And, you know, I, I don't know if you've heard, but I've always heard don't stop even if you can't see in the rain because if you're pulled over on the side of the road, you can get Nobody hit. Nobody can see you. Yeah. Nobody can see you. So you're really better just trying to keep moving just even slowly. And so that's what I was doing. But holy that's moly, right. that was something else. Yeah. Well, do you have a question for me? I do. Um, you remember my wonderful shoulder injury um, mm-hmm. from last fall. I finally have gotten to see a um, an orthopedist that I think is really good, but he tells me that, you know, you were the first one that said that I had a rotator cuff injury. Well, it was really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And there's also two cartilage tears completely mm-hmm. through. So he's saying that I need a shoulder replacement. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping that you could give me some insight into that, if that's really the right way for me to go, mm-hmm. if that's really going to help. Well, are you still, is, is your shoulder healing? Has it healed since it last healed year? It healed a little bit. I still can't, um, for example, if I'm sitting in the driver's seat of my car, I cannot reach back behind the other seat. Um, can't put on an undergarment unless it hooks in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't have a lot of range of motion. I have certainly more than I did in January, but um, it's still pretty bad. Well, have you gotten a second opinion? Not yet. You're my second I would... opinion. I guess I'll have to get a third. <laughs> well, here's my here's my opinion. I have you on my radar, and I'm looking at what's going on. And and Sally and I met everybody at a Christmas bazaar here in Birmingham, and she had just fallen when I met her. And I said, "You got a rotator cuff tear, girl." And so I was zapping on her. It has healed. I think that your range of motion will continue to come back. I think it would make sense for you to do some physical therapy. I also mm-hmm. think that it, if you decide to get the surgery done, that's okay too. I don't think you can lose either way. Okay. I think you're good either way. I think physical therapy will help you heal. The surgery is, there's a, you have to have physical therapy and it's going to, it's going to. Right put you down for a while. You know that. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. That's why I'm, yeah. we're going to wait until December or January. Right. got to get through but the holidays. That's good. In the meantime, I would get a second opinion, and I would see how you feel then. Okay. Okay. I, I did have one other question, if I might. 
Let me put you yeah. on hold and I'll come back to you if I can. Okay. Because Absolutely. I, I Absolutely. Have so many people that I'm going to try and get on. So we'll do it later. I'm glad, I'm glad you're better. And Thank are you, you coming back to Birmingham? No. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I'll have to. At least not for that, it. but who knows? Okay. <laughs> All righty. Well, thanks for calling, Sally. Thanks. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Marie. Hi, Marie. Oh, hi. Hi, I'm going to take my, I'm just feeding my dogs. <laughs> Do you want me to come back to you? Oh, that would be lovely. That would be perfect. All right. Because I will come back. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You know, those dogs sound like they're hungry in the background there. So, Shoshana. Hi, Shoshana. Shoshana. Hello. Hey. Okay, I was making sure I was doing it right. (laughs) You're doing it right. How are you? Good. I'm good. Um, yeah. Wow, this is exciting. Uh, I didn't know that I would actually get through, and I don't feel like I'm in serious, uh, anything serious. I just wanted to see if you could do, like, a, a body scan. Um, I feel like I have problems with my stomach, so. Sure, um, sure. Please, please tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, well, actually, we're camping outside of the Mammoth Lakes right now. Oh, but wow. But I'm from San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. In California. <laughs> so you're at a campground? Uh-huh. Oh, wonderful. I've only been to Mammoth in the winter, and it's beautiful. But, this is but I'm sure it's time. I'm sure it's gorgeous in the summer as well. It, in uh, the fall, it's all those aspen trees, so it's kind of golden. It is there. absolutely beautiful. We actually got here uh, almost a week ago. No, probably 10 days ago. We were only going to stay for a day or two. It's a free campground. And we have been having a hard time leaving. We went and dumped and came back and decided we'll leave on uh, Saturday. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. So, Shoshana, I've got you on my radar. And Mm -hmm. what I've done is I've raised my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I've watched a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, hooked into you in California. had a hologram of you in my mind's eye shot energy from your feet up through the top of your head and it's like I'm looking at an MRI or x-ray or a CT scan. Your stomach looks very inflamed to me. Uh, Inflammation looks like red fog over body parts and so I've applied anti-inflammatory energy to get it calmed down. I think it looks to me like you have an excess amount of acid in your stomach Mm. and I'm getting that it's from the food you're eating. So hmm. you're camping. You're probably eating all kinds of fun things that you Actually, normally don't. Actually, we, we, we eat really well. <laughs> I eat a lot of vegetables. Yeah. Everything's organic, grass-fed. Um, so that's okay. why I was curious. <laughs> Are you eating dairy? Uh, butter. And we eat yeah. grass-fed either goat butter or cow butter. Okay. All right. I'm getting that there's something with dairy. If you email me when you get home or from mm-hmm. your phone or whatever, mm-hmm. Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, I'm going to send you a gut biome test link. And okay. it's a it's a poop test you can do at home. It's the is most it thorough a, thing. Is it start with a V? Because we just did that. I'm waiting on results, actually. Oh, perfect. Biome perfect. That's what I was going to send you for, for half off. <laughs> A link for half off. Yeah. Oh, so that's yeah. Great. We got a discount when it was Father's Day or something like that. Oh, perfect. But perfect. We've been waiting yes. for it. They said they're over. They've been 
so busy that it's been over a month now. Okay. Well, that's going to tell you what are your superfoods to eat and what are the foods for you to avoid. And sometimes we eat foods that we think are healthy, but they're not necessarily healthy for us. So mm-hmm. I would, yeah. I'm glad that you've, that you've taken that test already. Follow that and see mm-hmm. what's going on. In the meantime, I've put anti-inflammatory energy on your stomach, so hopefully that will help. Okay, because I, I had a, a medium that told me that I had a, I might have some sort of health scare, but it's not going to be anything that's, uh, you know, that bad that I'll get over it, and I keep waiting for that to happen. So I'm <laughs> just like, what is it? Well, yeah, I get that it's the food that it's some food that you're eating that's not agreeing okay. with you. Stay away from antacids and those those acid yeah, blockers. Yeah, either. Yeah, they can cause a lot of problems. And so, yeah, I was doing vinegar and walk, uh, apple cider vinegar and water when my stomach was upset because I thought maybe I was low acid. But I would stay away from oh. that too in the short run until you get those results back. Okay. And okay. See what it what makes sense for you to eat. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, have fun. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Take care. Bye bye. You too. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Let's go to Molly next. Hi, Molly. Hi, Julie. How's it going? Good. How are you, girl? And thanks. Um, I'm calling from Venice, California. Alrighty. Um, and yeah, and I just I know that you had talked before about um, at like kind of a what is it like a horseshoe of like spirit guides that are yeah. with a person, and I just wanted to ask. Because I've been seeing, like, sequential numbers recently, and I looked up online that sometimes that means that someone is with you or you're headed in the right direction or maybe it's the right path or something. So I just wanted to ask you, like, who maybe some of those people are for me. Okay. Yeah. Sequential numbers, when we see those, Molly, it just means that our spirit is in alignment with its our our spirit, what our spirit wants to experience in this lifetime, it's just saying, "Okay, you're doing good, girl. You're in alignment." And, <laughs> That's uh, so good and to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, which is fun when when we get to see those on a clock or on a license plate or wherever. It doesn't matter where it is on the side of a van. Sometimes it can be the number, you know, of the company yeah. that the van that owns the van, and that counts too as a sequential number. So yeah, what I'm going to do, really interesting lately. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got you on my radar, Molly. And so you have, a, you have seven spirit guides standing behind you in a horseshoe. They look like different versions of Father Time, old men with white hair, long white hair, long white beard, long white gown. They look like Dumbledore or, or uh, Gandalf, you know, in the Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. So your main your main spirit guide is always to your right. That's when I when I focus on one spirit guide, they morph into whatever they look like in a in the time that they live. And I'm laughing because yours yours looks like a knight from the Round Table. It looks like Sir Lancelot from Camelot. Yeah, it's he's in a knight outfit. You know the the um you know all the armor. And all that jazz. He's got his helmet off, holding it in his hand. He's got a shield in the other hand. Oh, my gosh. His name is Thomas. He 
defended the crown. You know, he, I mean, he almost looks like something from, um, you know, what was that, that show that just ended that was so popular? <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, um, Game um, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. All oh right. So, so why, Thomas, what are you advising Molly in right now? He's saying that you're embarking on stuff that on new things in your life that are taking a lot of courage that you're yeah. apprehensive, but you're, you're feeling like, Oh my gosh, I've got to be really courageous to do this and muster up my courage. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. What are you changing jobs or something or? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> okay. And it's All right. <laughs> so Thomas, you can talk to him. And uh, he's going to respond to you telepathically. You say something to him in your head, and then you'll have a thought in your head, Molly, and it will be him answering you. And remember, spirits are really literal, so be really specific if you're asking him for advice. And, uh, okay. and that he's your main spirit guide. So you have, you have a knight that is your main spirit guide right now. <laughs> and and oh our guardian God. angels... Our guardian angels stay with us through all of our lifetimes, Molly, but our spirit guides come and go depending on what's happening in our lives. Sometimes they can stay with us for a long time, but they kind of jockey positions depending on what we're dealing with at any given time. Okay? okay. Well, it's good to know I have a knight. (laughs) Yeah, a knight in shining armor. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Let's come back to Marie. Marie, how are the dogs? Oh, they're fed and they're doing oh, good. I have six Siberian Huskies. We oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> wow. Do you live in Alaska? Yeah. No, oh, I live my. in Tabernash, Colorado, close to Alaska. <laughs> wow. A dog sled yeah. team. How fun is that? Wonderful. It is. It's a lot of fun, and they're just, they're our babies, too. They're not just working dogs, so they're just, they're all staring at me right now going, okay, you got on your call. <laughs> Do they all have blue eyes? No, uh, some of them have hazel, and we have one that has a hazel and a blue, and then um, two of them have blue eyes. Oh, my gosh. How interesting. Well, you got yeah. a question well, um, I really didn't, but I, listening to the previous caller, I'd love to know um, who my spirit guides are or how I can get in touch with them because I'm going to have a reading with you on the 16th, so I'm excited for okay. that. Oh, wonderful. Me too. Okay. So, I'm connecting to you in Colorado. I'm my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. <laughs> and not you. And... Okay. Yeah. Usually, there's about seven of them that show up. Just, just like Molly, you, you got seven of them behind you. And the main one that is is working with you right now is to your right. So let me get that person on the radar and see. Okay. So this is a woman. Uh, she lived in 1945. She's dressed like a secretary in 1945 or a professional woman. She's got on a suit with a short jacket, Marie, and, and a skirt suit because, you know, mm-hmm. not too many women wore pants in 1945. Catherine Hepburn, maybe. But, yeah, you know, right. Exactly. <laughs> wore dresses, even house dresses back then. And so, okay, her name is Martha. 
All right. So, Martha, what are you? What are you advising Marie about right now? Okay. So she's saying accounting issues. She's saying she worked in accounting uh, for her company, so she was like an accountant, not necessarily a CPA, but more like a an accountant that worked in a company. And she's saying that you are you need guidance right now. Not need. She's helping you with guidance on accounting things, finance things. Does that mean anything okay. to you? Well, um, yeah, kind of, because uh, um, I that is my weakest link in my profession. Um, okay. I hate bookkeeping, and so I, you know, I'm trying to square away a lot of my accounting. But okay. yeah. Okay, so she's saying that she is helping you not be afraid of it. She says you're afraid of it, that it just intimidates mm-hmm. you. And so you're kind of afraid of it. And she's helping you figure out easy ways to maneuver through it so that it's not as much of a chore. Hmm. Okay. Does well, that make sense? She could come in. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, as I said, uh, I'm, you know, in my business, I mean myself and I, we, I do everything. And right. the worst thing, I, I, you know, I just do not like the bookkeeping. Um, and I'm not so much fearful of it. I just don't like doing it. I just rather mm-hmm. not, you know, I just rather give it to somebody who knows accounting. That's not me. Right. <laughs> right. right. And I think that, I think part of the fear too is just slogging through it and thinking, oh, I have to do this. And, ah, oh, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just not something that you would choose to do if you didn't have to. So she, Miss Martha is helping you with that. Okay. And like I just told Molly, you can talk to her. Ask her a question, make a statement. She's going to respond. Is it going to sound like a thought in your head? Is she capable of bringing the right accountant to help me, assist me through this? Absolutely. Or is that something that I have to just do on my own? Nope. Absolutely. So ask ask for help, ask for information, ask for whatever you want. I'm telling you within a second, you're going to have a thought in your head. And be really specific about how you phrase your statements and your questions, and you'll get guidance on that from her. And talk to her directly. Say, hey, Martha, I need help with whatever. <laughs> it's really that easy to talk to her. Okay. Well, so I hope that helps. Okay. Right, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Good to talk uh, to you. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see who else we have. I think our next caller is Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi. Hi. How Hello. are you? Hi. Good. How are you? Oh, well, how are you? I'm calling from Toronto. I'm good. I'm calling from right. Toronto. I called you last time asking you about my daughter, and at the time she didn't give permission, but I spoke with her, so hopefully this time you can connect with her. Wonderful. Nancy, refresh my memory and everybody else's memory about your daughter and what's going on with her. Oh, so she got a... It wasn't an MRI, but it was a scan that uh, showed like a little growth on top of Mm -hmm. her liver. So I was Mm -hmm. just wondering if you can give me a better idea what it is. Yeah, sure. Sure. What's her name, Nancy? Her name is Tessa, T-E-S-S-A. Tessa. All right. So I'm going to connect to you, Nancy, and then from you I'm going to connect to Tessa. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam. Heading north. 
and I got you. Am, can you get me off speaker? Are you on speaker by any chance? No, I'm not. Okay. All right. It sounded like you were out in the wind. <laughs> so, got you. All right. Got Tessa. Tessa, I'm talking to your mom. I know it's fine. All right. What, what I'm talking about with that and what Nancy was referring to is when somebody asks me to scan somebody else, I always ask their permission. And if I don't get it, I don't scan them because it's an ethical thing with me. And I can scan them, but I just won't. So good job, Nancy, asking her permission so you cleared the way. All right. So got her. Okay, got her liver. I can see. It's on the top of her liver is where I'm seeing a growth. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do, it does not look malignant. It looks pink. Looks like tissue, so I'm going to use. I'm going to do a healing and do a hot wire that's going to cut and cauterize at the same time, and then hopefully that will help. And then I'm I'm, I'm going to mute you for a second because it sounds like you're in a wind tunnel, and then I'll come back. Um, what I've the other thing I've done, Nancy, is I've I've energized her liver by. There's a spiral of energy that is just basically ramping up her liver. That is a healing on her liver, too. So hopefully that will help. Okay. All right. So you're back on. So did you hear all of that? I did. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Thanks for calling in. (laughs) Take Take care. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's see who else we've got. On the phone. Let's go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. Are you there? Hello, are you on mute? Okay, well, I'll come back. I think we'll go to the other Amy. Hi, Amy. Hello? How are you? Hello, hello. I'm I'm good. Can you hear me? Terrific. I can. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I'm in Florida. All right. Terrific. You got a question for me? Yeah. Um, we spoke and you said to, uh, uh, that you would check in on my knee. Okay. All right. What's going on with your knee? Uh, I just have knee pain and I'm not able to figure it out. Okay. All right, so I've got you on my radar. It looks to me like your left knee is inflamed. That's where the energy went first. Is that the knee that's hurting? No, it's the other one. Okay. Sometimes the energy goes to the opposite knee because I find that we baby it sometimes when our other knee is hurting the most. So let me work on the left knee first just because that's where the energy went first. And so I'm putting anti-inflammatory energy on that to get that calmed down. And let me see if there's anything going on in the left knee. Uh, It looks like it could use a chiropractic adjustment. Looks like it's out of whack a little bit. Do you go to a chiropractor ever, Amy? I, I do sometimes, yeah. Okay. Okay. You know how they, you know how they'll grab your ankle and then they'll pull on your knee. Yeah. They'll like grab grab your foot and your ankle and you can feel your knee pop. That's what I just watched happen with that knee. So that's easy to fix. All right. Let me go to the right knee and see what's going on with that. 
The interesting thing is the most pressing issue always comes up first in my experience. So maybe that's more of a pressing issue because you need that knee to help stabilize the right one that's hurting so much. So the right one, it looks to me like you have a meniscal tear in it. Has anybody Uh told you that? Have you had an an MRI done? I had an MRI, which isn't showing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I had an old meniscus tear, which was repaired 10 years Mm -hmm. ago. Yeah. It looks to me like you have a meniscal tear, and it's in a V-shape. And what happens is it forms kind of a flap, and depending on how you move your knee, that flap can get aggravated and can get up. That What I'm watching happen is a healing on it, so I'm stitching it down so that it will heal. Um, meniscal tears will heal on their own and or you can have surgery for them. So it just depends on how much discomfort you're in and, and how long you're willing to be patient with it healing. Well, it's been it's been a long time, and but it's not showing up in an MRI, so... I'll tell him you said so. <laughs> okay. Have him call me. <laughs> yeah. tell, tell him I'm an inventor of orthopedic surgery devices. That usually gets us a little bit of leverage. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's, it's, uh, it's tricky because I, I agree with you, but I don't know how I can get somebody to go in when they don't see anything. All right. Thank you. You're but, welcome. Thanks okay. for calling. Take care. You, Bye-bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All righty. We do this show, everybody, every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a bunch of different places on my website at AskJulieRyan.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage and you'll find it. Everywhere that you download podcasts, it's in the show notes. It's also in a blog that I send out each week on Wednesday nights. In the body of the email, it has this call-in information, which is a reminder for you to call in if you have a question. And then also, I put it on uh, uh, social media, Facebook and Instagram on the day of the show. And so I'll put a little note up and I'll say, okay, we're doing a live show tonight, which is most weeks, maybe four a year. I don't do a live show. 
but it'll have all the call-in information just as a reminder. We're also on um, Alexa, and we're also on YouTube, so you can look there as well. While you're on my site, sign up for my newsletter, and uh, and then um, you'll get this blog with the reminder, and also sign up for an appointment, which is uh, an hour and I get you for a whole hour, and we can talk about whatever you want. If you want to discuss health stuff, pet stuff, love life stuff, career stuff, spirit guide stuff, whatever. You may have a knight in shining armor like Miss Molly did. I love that. That's the first time I can honestly say in 26 years I've ever seen anybody who has a spirit guide who has a knight in shining armor. I thought that was great. So this week, our question came from Ro, and Ro lives in College Park, Maryland, and she said, Hi, Julie. Thank you for taking my question. I'm looking to grow my intuition, or really, my ability to perceive and follow it. I don't know what's blocking my ability to do this. Could you please shed some light on what I should be doing that I'm not doing? Thanks so much, Ro. And here's my response. Hi, Ro. What a great question. One I believe a lot of people share with you. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines intuition as the power or faculty of attaining to direct knowledge or cognition without evident rational thought and interference. I read that and I went, huh? What? Can you translate that into English? I believe what that means is a person knows something without knowing how they know it. That's my take on it. In addition, it's interesting to note that late Middle English, spoken between 1150 and 1500, Molly, that's when your knights were alive, defined the word intuition as, quote, denoting spiritual insight or immediate spiritual communication. I thought that was interesting between those two definitions, that that the more sophisticated and well-educated we've gotten we get a definition that's hard to understand. And back in the olden days, uh, you know, it was like, hey, you got spiritual insight or spiritual communication. Oh, that was really fascinating. Okay. I went on to say, I believe everyone is born with intuitive capabilities. Most of us have had an experience when we thought of someone and then either heard from them or ran into them. We might have said or thought it was a coincidence when the truth was our intuitive abilities were the reason it happened. It's easy to develop your intuition. It just takes some practice. All you have to do is ask a question or make a statement to a person or group of people. They can either be alive or deceased. Spirits are extremely literal, so be sure to be specific with your request. Within a second, the answer will come to you as a thought in your head. If it takes longer, that'll be your brain responding to you. Remember, all spirits communicate telepathically. That's what I was talking about with Amy, or I guess it was with with um, who Molly and somebody else about spirit guides. You know, you can talk to them. And you can talk to a lot of people that way too, anywhere. Practice is the key to developing any skill. Just because you learn to play chopsticks on the piano, it doesn't mean you'll immediately become a concert pianist. You'll need to practice a lot. It's the same with your intuitive skills. Now, have fun with this. Begin by asking questions that really don't matter, like, is it in my best interest to eat a chocolate cookie or a sugar cookie? Again, cookies used to be my favorite food group when I ate sugar. 
so you can tell. I even use it in my examples. The answer you receive, which cookie to choose, won't have a dramatic effect on your life one way or the other. In my angelic attended training class, among other skills, everyone learns how to communicate with any spirit, alive or deceased, including pets and any animals, and to validate the information they receive. Imagine being able to access intuitive guidance on whatever you choose whenever you need or want it. Possessing this skill enhances our lives in countless ways. I have one spot still available for my September 14th class. Love to have you join us. So, Ro, that comes from, that answer is for you, Ro, from College Park, Maryland. Any of you that are listening, I have one spot left. So, if you want it, get on and sign up and join us with the class. So, thanks, Ro, for that question. Okay, let's come back and see who else we have, I believe. Our next caller is Jake. Hi, Jake. Hi, Julie. Listen, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here talking. To, oh, I'm fine. Uh, talking to Lois. And you know, last week we talked about the spot she has on her lung. Uh, yeah. Could you, you could you use your uh, radar and find out has there been any change in that spot? I sure will. Jake, please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Metairie, Louisiana. Okay, which is outside of New Orleans, right? Right, it's a suburb. Suburb of New Orleans. Lovely. It's lovely. Okay, so. I'm connecting to Lois. Lois is your wife, correct? Correct. Correct. Not just one of your many girlfriends. She's your actual wife, right? Let's not go there. <laughs> but all your girlfriends are, are your are your daughters and granddaughters. How about that? <laughs> Got a bunch of granddaughters. I know that. That's what I remember. Okay. So, Lois, it looks the same to me, Jake. Um, it looks like it's lighter. It's still in the spot. It's healing. I really recommend that you go get it checked. Right. She, we'll do she that. and get the check. Okay. Also, as I told you, she has COPD. Can right. you recommend anything that we could do to improve her breathing? Okay. Do you, do, Lois, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. It's, Okay. Do you do any do you do any exercise like in a um, at a physical therapy center? A lot of the time, they'll have exercise physiologists that'll work with people with COPD. No, I really don't. Okay. A dear friend of mine was diagnosed with that, Lois, and she started going to those exercise sessions. And two years later, she doesn't have it anymore. Oh, really? And what? Yeah. Particular exercises, did you say? Well, it's a it's go to a there's a there are physical therapy centers where you can okay. go. A lot of the times they're hooked in with a hospital or they're one of the Oshners. I'm sure the Oshner hospitals down there in your neck of the woods have them, and they're, right. I'm sure there are individual ones. Talk to your pulmonologist about it. That you'd like to do an a an exercise program with a therapist. Okay. And go and do it. I think they put you on the bike, and I don't know what else, but they but they're there to monitor you and watch you. And my friend is she doesn't have it anymore because of the exercise. That's awesome. That's awesome. Done. So I hope that helps with you. So check that out. Thank you so much, Julie. You're welcome. Okay, Appreciate it. Bye bye. Okay. What a- 
All righty. Let's see who's next. I believe our next caller is Jody. Hi, Jody. Hi, Julie. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? Oh, good. I'm very good. It's nice to speak with you again. Wonderful. Where are you calling us from? I'm from New Jersey. All righty. Got a question for me? I do. I'm calling about my guinea pig, Theodore. Um, <laughs> the little, okay. he, is, he is like my heart. I just I never thought I could love a guinea pig so much. Um, but I'm calling because he's had some respiratory issues. We ended up taking him to the vet. He wasn't eating or acting like himself. And huh. we noticed on his side you could see him having trouble breathing. You could never really see him breathing before, but then when he got sick, you could see, like, the um, the movement, like it was kind of um, struggling, you know. You could tell. Almost wheezing, uh, so they, right? Well, we didn't hear any noises, and, I mean, there were there was, like, nothing, no sneezing, no eye-watering. We took him to the vet. Um, they did an x-ray. They said his lungs were very inflamed. They gave him antibiotics and um, anti-inflammatories, and, and I should add that Weeks and weeks before this, he stopped drinking water. Um, hmm. He used to drink it all the time. Um, but he gets a lot of produce, so he is, he is peeing a lot, um, mm-hmm. or, you know, what seems to be sufficient. So we, we did the, the dose of um, the chipper. Mm-hmm. He put some weight back on. Um, but then once they ended, he just went downhill again. So just yesterday, I got more medication for him. Um, um, I know... I know his life expectancy isn't terribly long. He's four years old. But if I was wondering if there's anything you um, see that I could help him with or what you think of the situation. Or if you could tell me why he's not drinking water, if there's something I could help him with there. Mm-hmm. Where does he – Where do you keep him in a cage? Where is he? He's in a cage, um, and it sounds funny, but he's kind of like in our dining room area, which is in like a sunroom. Okay. But we have, you know, curtains. It's not like he's getting too much heat or anything. I'm getting that he's exposed to mold. Do you have mold in that room? Not There's that I'm mold. aware of. I'm seeing mold spores in his lungs because I've just removed them. Oh. So there's oh. some mold somewhere that he's being exposed to. Well, let me to. tell you this. Do you think it could be when I first got him, I put pine chips in his cage because the research I did at that time, I thought that was appropriate. They said no cedar chips, but pine were okay. Well, uh-huh. now that he came down with all this, I did further research and found out that probably was not a good idea. Um, so now he's got the um, the shredded paper in there instead. Mm-hmm. It's I like a um, corrugator kind of. Do you? I think he's going to get better. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there was some mold on there. There's some mold. He's being exposed to mold somewhere. Maybe it came yeah. from the chips because at times they were wet. Like the bag yeah. itself was wet when we got it. Yep. That's it. That's exactly it. That's what's uh, going on. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be by fine. me changing the bedding, it, it helps. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. you are and so what welcome. About the water? What do you think's going on with the water? <sighs> so, Theodore, why aren't you drinking water? I'm not thirsty. Why aren't you thirsty? Because it's too hard to swallow. All right. Why is it hard to swallow? Because he's saying it hurts when he swallows. I think as he gets better, he'll be able to drink again. But just keep feeding him lettuce and stuff like that. By the way, Mm -hmm. when when my family, when we were all kids, we had a guinea pig named Ralph. (laughs) Aw. Then you know. There's there's nothing like a guinea pig. (laughs) I thought that was great. Yeah. I think he'll be fine. I would keep the pine chips out of him because they're mold. They're moldy. 
Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Thank you, Julie. Thank you You're so much. Welcome. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. All righty. Let me try Amy again. Hi, Amy. Can you Hi. hear me now? Hi. There you are. Can you? Hey, yeah. I'm good. There's a noisy Hi. cart. Bye. I have Tell everybody where you're calling from. San Diego. San Diego. All right. Got a question for me? I do. I have such a freaky thing going on in Tulsa, Oklahoma with yeah. a um, person. And do you want his name? It doesn't matter. What's going on with him? He originally was going to buy a rental property that I was selling. And he, you know, he just never sent me a contract. And then he, you know, was going to help get the yard work cleaned up. And he never entered, um, uh, rented out the 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 canisters to the bins. Mm -hmm. And I kept checking in with him. And he did remove the tenants, or so he said he did, even though I gave him a 30-day notice. He went over after 30 days. He said mm -hmm. he was a sure and a property manager, blah, blah, blah. But yesterday and today, he called me, and it was just creepy, like, I haven't forgotten you yet, and you owe me money for all the work I did for you. And mm. he um, he also put a lockbox on the door for a realtor to go look at it. And then she went over, and there wasn't a lockbox, and the door was wide open. So I had to rekey it. It was so weird. Mm. And he told you know, so what's your question? What's your question about him? Can you cut any energy cords with me and this person? Like, I don't want to have anything to do with him or yeah. anything. Yeah. So does he work for you or he just is talking about buying your property? He just, I saw, he sent a postcard out and I got it and he wanted to buy my house for cash. Okay. And then All I, right. you know, contacted him. Yeah. So I just want this rusty guy out of my life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so cords are removed, and just let him know that you're going in a different direction, and I don't think it's going to be an issue. I just love you for that. <laughs> well, I love you right back, girl. Okay. Well, it was awesome, and everybody, honestly, and I love that gal from North Carolina, because I had an eating disorder, so I totally, totally get what she's up to. It's great. Yeah, she's darling. All right, Miss Amy, be good. Thank you, darling. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So fun. All right. I think we got Karen next. Hi, Karen. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Terrific. You got a question? Well, where are you calling from, first of all? Canada. Well, terrific. What you got for me? What kind of question you got for me? Um, well, I know that you saw that I was exposed to mold. Now, okay. I'm having a difficult time getting my doctor to do anything. Like, it's almost like she doesn't believe me. So, mm -hmm. I'm wanting to know, is it an allergy to mold? Like, I know you said I had mold spores in my lungs. Is it colonizing mm -hmm. or is it just the spores in there not really doing anything? Or well, is it an allergy, or is it all of it, or what's going on? Let me get you on my radar and see what's going on. So sure. we we came up with that you had been been exposed to mold mm -hmm. when we talked. And excuse me for not remembering because when I scan somebody, I'm in different realities, so it doesn't always 
go in my memory oh, no bank, in my human brain. So normally when you will prompt me with some, you know, well, remember you said blah, 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 I can usually get it back. <laughs> so yeah. that and, and I talk to over a thousand people a year too. So that I'm mm-hmm. sure that comes into play as well. There's only so much space in my brain. Oh, all right. So I've got you on my radar, Karen. Let me get you. Yeah, you're still, you're being exposed to mold. You're being exposed mm-hmm. to mold. Did you, I sent you a follow-up email with a bunch of links for mold remediation. Yeah, we're getting, Dr. yeah, okay. we're checking all of that stuff out. Yeah. yeah. I'm just okay. trying to get my doctor onto it, and she won't do anything. So, well, give her some of those links and let her let her uh, educate herself a little about it. If you can get her to do that. So, what sure. I'm going to do is I'm as I'm pulling the mold out of your lungs again. You've got it all over your whole body, so you're you're being yeah. exposed to mold somewhere in your home yeah. or where you work or wherever. Mm-hmm. So. Because when I clear it out and then when I scan somebody again at a different time and the mold is back, that just means you're being exposed to it. So Yeah, I would just say, because I'm having a hard time with the breathing, and I was mm-hmm. just wondering if, like, am I suffering from aspergillosis or, because that's really serious. I kind of wanted to, because I'm trying to get my doctor's attention and she doesn't seem to care. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's best if you find another doctor to talk to. Okay, sure. oh, you might want to try that and and go on those links that I sent you about mold. Mm-hmm. Everybody, when I do a private a private appointment with somebody, they always get an email the same day, and it has a whole bunch of links, follow up links of things for them to investigate to do. It's to complement whatever the healing is that we've done so it helps integrate it into your body. So I would go back to that, Karen, go back to that email. If you need me to resend it to you, email me, julie.askjulieryan.com, and I'll resend it. Okay? Okay. Yeah, I do have it. So Okay. Perfect. Thanks for calling. Okay, great. Thanks, Julie. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Hey, I just Hi. found about out about you today. I listened to all kinds of your, your podcasts. So, oh, wonderful. Well, yeah. thank you. Where are you calling us from? From Monterey, California. All right. Terrific. You got a question for me? I kind of do. I was telling okay. my daughter about you, but um, it's my daughter. She's 19, uh-huh. and um, she's been suffering from acne so bad, and she's really oh. watched her diet and cut out um, milk and dairy, and we were just wondering what's going on. Okay. Well, first of all, email me, julietaskjulieryan.com. I'll send you a link for half off on that gut biome test. That would be my yeah, first we, link. Yep, yeah, we talked about that, yeah. So, so do that because that's okay. going to give us a lot of information about even when we eat foods, as I mentioned before, Jessica, even when we eat foods that we think are healthy, they may not be healthy for our bodies. Right. Individually based on what our, you know, what our gut has, what the critters are in our gut. So I would do that first. All right, okay. She was me... doing tons of probiotics this summer and I thought she was like maybe overkilled that, you know, she was just trying anything. So the, the thing about 
probiotics until you know what's going on in your gut is what are you introducing? Right. So, and how how do you know if they're gonna they're gonna be neighborly with what's already in there? That's number one. Exactly. And number two, most probiotics don't stay very long. You usually expel them within forty eight hours, and so you're spending a lot of money on something that's not really doing much for you. So okay. I think that. The gut biome test makes sense. I'm I'm connecting to her. What is her name, Jessica? Her name is Brooke, and she's right uh, now um, away at college, so she's a couple okay. hours south of me. All right. So I've got her on my radar, and I've asked her permission to scan her, and she said yes. So I, in the short run, tell her to use things that are super mild. She's using stuff okay. that's really irritating her skin because we think that's what we need to use because that's what the ads say. I what I'm what I'm getting is for her to go to the store. I know Target has this, but the Honest products, Jessica yeah. Alba. Um, go get the Honest products. She'll find them in the baby section where okay. there are baby lotions and soaps and stuff like yeah. that. Tell her to use the Honest cleanser, and the, I'm getting use the Honest lotion face and body lotion. It comes in a tube and it's really mild and it doesn't have any kind of stuff in it that will irritate her skin. And in the short run, until we can figure out what she needs to eat, I think that will help a lot. Okay. I'll definitely tell her that. And we are, I told her about switching detergent. I heard that today too and stuff like that. Yeah. Use all the hypoallergenic stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I hope that helps. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right, everybody, that is it for this week. I We got a lot of people on, a lot of people we didn't get on yet, so call back in next week if you would and let me know that you called in um, the previous week, and I will do my best to get you on with your questions and get them answered. So everybody that's listening, to all of you that have called in, thanks so much for taking the time to, to all of you who are listening to. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy the hopefully downtime that you get, and I will chat with you next week. Take care, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan, and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.